millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is the Trumpton Broadcasting Company, broadcasting live via the medium of modern technology. It's now time for your scheduled show with the Mayor of Trumpton, the Honourable Mike Dix. In breaking news... Boris Johnson has resigned, leaving his Uxbridge constituency with no MP. But as he was rarely there and has been absent without leave in Parliament for the last year, it's thought no one in Uxbridge is going to notice. The controversial Boris Johnson honours list has still been approved, but with no peerage for his dad, Stanley. A spokesman for Boris said he's going to have to get him something else for Father's Day now. In related news, non-dame Nadine Doris has stepped down as an MP after a career largely devoted to her infatuation with Boris Johnson. She said on Twitter, It's time for someone younger to take the reins. Auditions for a new member of the Horsemen of the Apocalypse will take place in the summer. Prince Harry was in court this week giving testimony about phone hacking by the UK media. We have an exclusive recording from Harry's voice messages to Meghan about the case coming up. Meanwhile, Rishi Sunak put his big boy boots on and flew in a helicopter to the seaside to shout at small boats earlier this week. Next week, he plans to make a cardboard rocket and pretend to fly to Mars before returning to playgroup on Thursday. In Ukraine, a dam was blown up this week, and in light of the speculation about who was responsible for this act of ecocide, we are obliged to be balanced and fair. So on the one hand, it could have been Russia, and on the other hand, it's definitely Russia. Donald Trump has been indicted for mishandling government documents. His defence is likely to be that he couldn't read government documents, let alone mishandle them. And also in the USA, as forest fires are blamed for the toxic clouds engulfing New York, Republicans have called for all forests to be chopped down and replaced with gun stores. Finally, the BBC has announced an edition of Question Time next week with an all-Brexiteer audience from Clacton. The show will be hosted by Jim Davidson live at the end of Clacton Pier. And that's the news from Trumpton. Good morning, good evening and good night. In this week's show, we have an exclusive interview with ITV's replacement for Philip Schofield. Then, with Rishi Sunak announcing that he wants to be at the forefront of AI regulation, I want to hear from you with your thoughts about artificial intelligence. Is it better than realistic stupidity? I'll be chatting with Sir Clive Denby, of course, about Mr Rumpling's plan to convert his coal barge into the accommodation for 1,500 refugees from Camberwick Green. Then it's the ever-popular Just One Word, where I'll ask you for your one-word opinions on a topic. And we'll be hearing from some of our regular contributors, despite having stepped up security at reception, including a chat with Donald Trump's new lawyer. But first, as Theresa Coffey announces her plans to solve the pothole crisis by filling them with sewage, 
we go over to Aiden in the TBC chopper for an update on the Trumpton pothole count. Aiden. Oh, you haven't got a number, but I know it's a bit smelly. Thank you, Aiden. Again, that chopper's very expensive. And now this. Well, last week, the only news story we seemed to be talking about was the Philip Schofield saga on This Morning. But this week, Holly Willoughby returned to the sofa, asked us if we were okay, and we all shed a little tear. However, in an exclusive on TBC, we've discovered who is going to be replacing Philip Schofield on the sofa. And I have them on the line right now. Hello, Mike. That's... Strangely sounds like Suella. Suella Braverman? You are indeed correct, Mike. I thought we need a new opportunity to get the word out there and obviously present a happy family. I am nothing if not someone who likes a happy family. Are you happy, Mike? Well, never when you're on the phone, but are you joining Holly Willoughby on the sofa? No. Don't trust her. Never have, right? No. What we're going to do is um, I've had a word with the producers and I've said, uh, no, we need someone who's, who's light, who's fluffy, uh, basically a cuddly little version of me, Pretty Patel. I see. So the pair of you on the sofa having friendly chats with celebrity guests, or will it be politicians you'll be interviewing? We'll have a bit of both, Mike. We'll have a bit of both, right? But one thing's for absolutely sure, we're going to change a little bit of the format, yeah? Some of the contributors been there a bit too long and don't quite trust them. Do you know like that Gio Di Campo? Something funny about him. It's because he's Italian, isn't it, Suella? Well, yeah, exactly. I believe he is one of them, right? So uh, we're going to replace him. Excellent. Who are you going to replace him with? Nick Knowles. Can Nick Knowles cook? I don't know, but he's got the innate ability to get jobs done and then make you cry at the end. And of course, crying into a chicken volivon is, is exactly what this country needs now. We won't have volivons, mate. Sounds a little bit too foreign. Cornish pasties? No. Foreign stuff. I see. So, famously, there's an agony aunt on this morning. I completely forget her name, but will you be replacing her as well? Oh, she's already gone, mate. She's already gone. We've got someone caring, sympathetic, who understands the plight of the common man. And who's that? Jacob Rees-Mogg. Lovely, Suella. So, this sounds like probably one of the least entertaining shows that could be on in a mid-morning slot on ITV. No, I think you'll find the same format will probably do very well on GB News. Well, thanks very much for that, Suella. And now this. <laughs> This week, everyone's been talking about barges. Floating hotels, I guess, for refugees that Suella Braverman is hoping to stuff as many people into as she can. Local man Mr Rumpling is offering up his coal barge to be converted into a 1,500 berth prison, I guess, um, which he hopes to float between Jiggly and Trumpton with refugees from Camberwick Green on. I thought we'd have a word with local favourite Sir Clive Denby, our Tory MP, and find out exactly why they're doing this humane and monstrous thing. Sir Clive, Mr Rumpling's barge idea and the ones that Suella is launching around the country to um, house refugees, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I think uh, people are saying they're inhumane, but, but quite frankly, I, I, I think they'll mollycoddle people. You know, I mean, it's all very well. I mean, people pay money to go on cruise ships, and these people have been giving them for free. Well, they do pay money to go on cruise ships, but they do have entertainers and dancing girls and swimming pools, whereas these really are just floating boxes and, and sort of four berth rooms with one single bucket for people to wee in. You've obviously never been on a P&O ferry, Mike. Yes, Sir Clive, I, I, I take your point there, particularly um, since they've uh, reduced the wages of all P&O workers recently. But look, um, is it right that we take these refugees in and don't process them properly, and then we just store them on these sort of floating prison ships? Very much, very Dickensian, don't you think? Well, I don't think there's a problem with that at all. I think if we look back at Dickensian things, things were good then. 
Things are brilliant, and that's what people want. We've listened to the voters, we've listened to the good people who voted for us, and this is what they want. Now, these people, bless them, bless them, they've got to go somewhere, so why not go somewhere where there's an all-you-can-eat buffet and plenty of Butlin-style entertainment? I mean, why should people in Butlins be the only ones to suffer? I do take your point, Sir Clive, that seems, uh, when you put it that way, it, it feels like this is the best thing we could do for Syrian refugees fleeing war. Absolutely, Mike. Absolutely. Because these people, they've, they've travelled many years, they've escaped war-torn environments, they've had to travel across countries in order to be able to get here, and I think the least we can do is uh, offer them up a slice of cake and maybe a puppet show. But the rumour that Mr Rumpling is actually your business partner and that you're profiting from these converted coal barges, um, is, is that true, Sir Clive? Oh, no. Uh, completely false. I do have paperwork here that demonstrates that you are on the... Board of Directors of the Trumpton Barge Company. Uh, does it actually say Sir Clive Denby MP? It says Sir Clive Denby. Ah, you see. There you go. That would be my brother. You have a brother called Clive. He's a twin. Well, thanks, Sir Clive Denby. Uh, no, no, no. Sir Clive Denby MP. Thank you, Sir Clive. And what does your brother do for a living? Oh, um, he's... Um, he's he works in McDonald's. He's the MP for Chigley, as we all know. Thank you very much, Sir Clive. And I'm sure we'll have to talk to you next week as well. <laughs> So AI has been in the news again this week, with Richie Sunak visiting Joe Biden in America to try and sort out regulation of AI and talk about the global worries and the opportunities that it brings. So I thought we'd get some voices from Trumpton to talk about AI. Let's go to line one. Hi, Brian. Hello, Mark. Nice to be back on the radio again. So, Brian, you have some thoughts on AI, I'm told. I do, indeed. I think it's brilliant. I think it's really good. And, and exactly um, how is AI good for us? Well, it's good in a way because it, it helps us. It helps us get things done that, you know, we couldn't possibly get done normally. You know, some of us, you know, may be sort of finding ourselves slightly deficient in certain departments and the, the AI can help. It's a very useful tool. So you see it almost as a, a companion to humans, something that can help us in, in, in our striving for, for a better human life. Oh, absolutely. In fact, in fact, I've used it to make a better life. I think it's very useful. Really? You've, you've actually used AI to, to improve your life? Yeah, I found it to be very useful. In fact, uh, me and Sheila are looking forward to seeing the outcome of uh, what we've been doing with AI uh, very shortly. Oh, so you've been working with your wife, Sheila, on, on a project using what, what technology exactly? Well, very simply, I mean, you know, to put it in layman's terms, basically a turkey baster. Uh, Brian, I think you might be talking about artificial insemination. We're talking about artificial intelligence. Oh. Right, goodbye, Brian. <laughs> Well, it's time for the Just One Word round again, and in a change to the advertised subject of law and order, I thought, as we've just found out as we're recording this, that Boris Johnson has resigned. Maybe we could do some kind of tribute to Boris Johnson. So let me have your thoughts on Boris Johnson, who was Prime Minister, Member of Parliament, Mayor of London, and buffoon to the nation. Let's go to line one. Selfish. Line two. Idiot. Line one. Incompetent. Ooh. Dishonest. Line two. Liar. Line one. Prime Minister. No, I'm afraid that's two words, Marjorie. And I did tell you not to call. Prime Minister with a hyphen? No, you can't have a hyphen. Okay. Luckily, you can't ruin this segment because let's take line two. Who bloody rah with a hyphen? Yes, hurrah. And now this. And welcome back. Donald Trump has been in the news again this week, being the first president to be indicted twice. Um, and potentially more times in the future. But this week, he's been indicted in Florida on seven charges of mishandling secret documents and possibly being charged under the Espionage Act. He's had trouble recently getting new lawyers, 
um, but he's apparently uh, appointed a new lawyer, and we're very lucky to have him on the phone now. Yes, hello. My name is Anatoly Solingo. I see, Anatoly. It's um, very nice to talk to you. You're Donald Trump's new lawyer. I am indeed. It is a great privilege to be able to represent the USA. I mean, the USA in this way. So representing Donald Trump, famously a man that doesn't like to pay his lawyers and quite often sacks them in the middle of a court case, how do you feel your chances of surviving this are? It will not be a problem, for I am basically being paid in potatoes. And as for the charges against Donald Trump, he's been charged with, uh, under the Espionage Act, of mishandling top-secret documents. How are you going to defend him? Very simply, because as his handler, I mean, as the person who has been handling this case for some time now, at least 20 minutes, I am aware of what did and did not happen, and everything was above board and normal. I see. Um, 20 minutes, not very long to find out what actually went on there, considering the FBI and the DOJ have been investigating this for nearly 12 months. A lot of things can happen in 20 minutes, Mike. For example, in 20 minutes, you might eat some sushi and feel a little bit unwell. And your first meeting with the special counsel to the DOJ, um, whereabouts is that happening? This will be happening in an undisclosed spot. Maybe I would like it to be in Pentagon so I can have a look and check out scenery. I see. And uh, I, I imagine it won't be on a fourth or fifth floor window ledge. No, we have learned lessons from previous meetings. Well, um, Anatoly, thanks very much for calling. I'm sure that Donald Trump is in... Safe hands, if not slightly scary ones. Yes, he is in perfectly safe hands. Now, Mike, remember, safe home. Well, that's terrifying. And now an advert. Well, we've given a lot of coverage to Boris Johnson, to Suella Braverman and Sir Keir Starmer. So this week, I'm really pleased to be joined by our Prime Minister. He's been doing some important work in America this week, talking to Joe Biden, signing agreements, generally doing important stuff about immigration. So let's go over to Rishi Sunak and find out what his week's been like. Rishi, hi. Hello, Mike. It's lovely to be here. It's super exciting to be anywhere. Rishi, what have you done this week then? I've been a big boy. I've been to America. It was very exciting. America? That sounds really exciting. What were you doing there? I wanted to go to Disneyland, but instead I got taken to all these boring places where I just met boring old men. Joe Biden? It may have been, I don't know. Like a granddad sort of character that uh, talked to you about trade deals and the economic importance of the relationship between Britain and America? No, he sat me on his knee and gave me a train set. Oh, that's really nice, Rishi. So um, did you sign a bilateral agreement and trade agreement that would benefit us after the cock-up of Brexit? Um, No, I don't believe I did. I understand you went to a baseball game, though, and met the uh, official mascot of the team. Well, I was going excited about doing that, but then when I met him, I realised it was just a man in a suit. It was a lie. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, it's just, just like when I discovered that Santa Claus isn't real. Isn't he? No, he's my dad. Well, Rishi, it sounds like you've had a big and exciting week. What was the highlight of your of your trip to America? Chocolates on the plane. Did you enjoy eating the uh, in-flight meal? Well, no, because there was some vegetables on there and I don't, I'm don't. i not a big fan of vegetables. But um, mum says that if I eat all my vegetables, I'll grow up big and strong. And what do you want to be when you grow up, Rishi? A Nazi. Well, That's our first interview with the Prime Minister. I think we've discovered quite a few interesting things about him there, and it's certainly an explanation of why he wears short trousers. And now let's go over to Sir Keir Starmer. 
Hello, Mike. It's very nice to be here again. In fact, I've, uh, I'm here with some exciting news. What's happening in the controversial world of Secure this week? Well, I'll tell you what's happening is that uh, you may have heard that respected Green MP Caroline Lucas is standing down. So I have decided to run uh, as MP in Brighton because, you know, I'm a little bit funky. I'm a little bit controversial and I'm a little bit, um, you know, groovy. Yes, and you appeal to the gays. Oh, big time, yes. Can't keep them away. Well, that's uh, that's quite shocking. You're going to stand as an MP in Brighton, leaving your Islington constituents hanging. Well, no, not hanging at all, because um, what we'll do is actually we're going to uh, merge with the Green Party, because um, obviously they're green and we're red. So if you merge the two, it becomes brown, which is a very exciting colour. Uh, we've even got uh, little ribbons made up, you know, like, uh, you know, just to put on people's uh, lapels. Very exciting. Um, we have to have a different shade of brown, though, because our original shade of brown was the same one used by the charity that supports people with IBS. In Australia, that's worked out very well for the combination of the Green Party and the Conservative Party, the Teal Party. Are you sure that you can sell brown party policies in Britain? Oh, yes. I think if there's nothing more British, it's something that's a bit brown and bland. And of course, it's certainly the colour of the sewage pumping into the sea at the moment in Brighton. Exactly. I went for a paddle earlier, and now my feet are covered in shit. Well, thanks very much, Sakir. Once again, you've thrilled us with the exciting news that you're merging with the Green Party and replacing Caroline Lucas as the MP for Brighton. Rishi Sunak has told us very clearly that he likes chocolates and explained why he wears short trousers, and Sir Clive Denby is now thoroughly consulting his lawyers about the revelation that he part-owns the barges on the Chigley Canal. So, joining us next week, I hope, will be uh, some of our regular guests and some new ones. Don't have nightmares. We'll see you next week. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.